0: and welcome to another Club Sports 10-Bit Podcast. This is a 10-minute sportscast that reflects the application of mental skills within sport performance and sport coaching. So whether you're a coach or an athlete, a weekend warrior or a seasoned professional, the emergence and application of mental skills in performance at all levels is seen as a key indicator to performance outcomes. Yet a question I often ask coaches and athletes is, how much time do they dedicate to physical preparation compared to mental preparation? I feel we all know the answers to that. In terms of how do you measure physical development? It's so much easier to measure than the mental capacity of enhancing the body ready and priming it for competition. So I'm going to look at visualization today. And the first thing I want to ask all the listeners to do is take 30 seconds and think of your greatest sporting achievement. Now, whether this was scoring a winning cup final goal or running a personal best in a 5K, Can you reflect back on that experience? Think about the physical, the emotional, and even the sensory feedback we got within that performance. Taking in the external characteristics as well. What were the weather conditions on the day of the competition? Did they help performance or inhibit it? Who were the competitors? Where were you in the stage of the performance? Chasing the lead? Coming back from a goal down? These are all important considerations. So like I say, 30 seconds, think back to your greatest performance and the emotional, the sensory input. How did it really feel at that moment when you gained your success? Okay, well, I hope everyone had a reflection that they could draw upon. And you've got the picture now. Can you get the picture in your head? That is visualization. So we all have the ability to do this. Even in our daily life, when we feel hungry, we'll sit down and we'll visualize what we want to eat for lunch that day. So can we apply these skills within the sports world to help us enhance our development, especially with the continued suspension of sport? This is a great time to really work on those isolated mental skills that you can then incorporate into that greater performance development plan. So some of the benefits of using visualization. In order to do it effectively, you need to reflect upon performance, which is key to priming future performances. Visualisation can also help with emotional control, supporting coping mechanisms in times of anxiety, and really help with those anticipatory skills. If we can see something in our mind's eye that may happen, that when it does occur, we have the skills to adjust to it. A sporting example of visualisation is vividly displayed in the movie Core Runnings, which is about a Jamaican bobsleigh team for the 1988 Winter Olympics here in Calgary. Now coming from Jamaica where there's not much snow, there's also not many opportunities to practice bobsleigh. And even if they were here in Canada, then the challenges are how many runs can you do on a bobsleigh shoe in a day? So the key is to maximize the time you do have on the ice and then support that and enhance it, the effective use of mental skills and especially that of visualization. So you'll see it in the movies where the runners are sat in a room in a relaxed state as they visualize the performance coming down the chute, the speed and the turns that they have to pull in order to achieve a successful run and performance. So this is visualization, Yeah, how does it work? And really it is the development of visual images within the brain that send those triggers to the muscles to prime them. So as you develop an image of a sporting performance, the neurotransmitters within the brain will be activated and elicit pathways within many parts of the brain to elicit that performance, the physical movement of muscles, so this is really how visualization works. If you envisage that you're going to do an action and uh, pick up a ball, then the message is developed within the brain to support that movement. This is why the physical execution of a movement isn't always necessary to enhance those pathways within the mind. The brain doesn't make the movements, it's the muscles. So using visualization, you trigger those pathways within the brain to prime the movements. I hope that makes sense, and I wanna use another example in a moment to really illustrate how practicing visualization and developing these neural pathways within the brain can really support enhanced performance. Now the example I'm gonna use is recording a rock song, but it could be learning any new task. So in order for a rock group to record a song, they first have to write it. Once they've got the tune and the lyrics down, they then need to practice. Now it's within the practice stage where they may refine the lyrics or some of the tunes. So again, like the mind, we're trying to refine the pathways to get to where we wish to go. Once they've got through the practice stage, they'll then go into rehearsal before they finally record it. So this is how visualization can be seen to work. Again, I'm painting a visual image of you to support the notion that the more we practice visually, um, the more we can support the pathways to trigger that action when it comes to competition, similar to the Jamaican bobsleigh team. Now a consideration before I give some examples of how to practice visualization is that each of us are unique. We go into every sporting environment with different experiences and levels of performance. A simple example of this is if you look at a major sporting event that may have millions of viewers across the world Everyone's watching the same performance and the same outcome, yet everyone will take away a different perception of what actually happened. If you're supporting the winning team or the losing team, you'll go away with totally different perceptions. So this is really key when we try to work with athletes to develop their mental skills and their visualization. There must be an acceptance that there's not a one fit all for every mental skill and every athlete. So now I wish to present some strategies that you can develop in isolation at home while relaxing to enhance your sport performance through visualization. But again, it's important, once we get back onto the sporting arena, that we try and incorporate these within our physical training. So if we're performing a specific sport skill, how will visualization either prime us for the performance or play a major part in our coping mechanisms during the performance to elicit an efficient and effective performance outcome? Now, a commonly used Mental skill is goal setting. And goal setting is a self-directed form of visualization. So a lot of athletes may go to bed dreaming of an Olympic gold medal. That is an example of an outcome related success driven visualization method. The example used within the Cool Runnings movie was that the athletes were focused on success, but on a performance criteria. So their goal was to visualize themselves successfully maneuvering the bobsleigh down the chute in order to gain the outcome success Now, following on from that success, another visualization technique is success recollection. So exactly the task that we did right at the beginning of the podcast, where we choose a successful performance, and it may be ours or it may be watching someone else, and we recollect the emotions and the actions that led to that success, in order to recreate those in our mind, and again, trigger those neurotransmitters and pathways within the brain to elicit future successful performances. The next strategy I want to present is cue utilization. And this is where you may use trigger words or images to cue the action and the performance that's likely to come. An example I have here is of a competitive kayaker who through support developed with myself the cue words of show off. So before he led off in the slalom kayak, he would sit at the top of the chute waiting for the countdown and visualizing the moves and actions that were required for successful performance. Then as the timer was just about to set him off on his run, he would cue his performance with the word show off. That just gave him the visual image of what was going to be coming in terms of his physical exertion in order to complete the task. So a great example, maybe in a singular sport where it is against the clock of how an athlete can prime their performance from a cue utilization. Now, another effective use of visualization is maybe in performance planning where I'll walk through a performance with an athlete and try and identify as many barriers to performance as possible. And then we'll talk through the resolutions to those barriers. So again, an example may be in a bike race where someone may experience a flat tire. What would be required of them to repair their puncture efficiently and effectively to get back in the race as soon as possible? The idea is to support the athlete visually so that they can then foresee and plan for that action when it's required in that race. Working through and talking through some of the adversity that we may experience in a sport really does help us keep calm and it's an effective coping mechanism to future performance. The acknowledgement of adversity can also lead to anxiety and visualization is a really effective tool before performance. I've seen many endurance athletes taking that moment, five minutes just to sit down, relax, calm the body and reflect upon what the day is gonna bring before they go into the performance. Again, though, it's important that we recognize and understand the individual needs of each athlete. This is evident in team sports where there's a lot of pump-up music trying to get their juices running and excited to go out and play. Yet in other sports, we need that calm and that centering before we go out and perform. So again, a key would be to figure your happy space. Where do you wish to be before performance? And how do we recreate that happy space? Maybe it's a three minute visualization exercise that then can be condensed into two words, as with my kayaker, show off. Now, the last visualization tool that is really powerful, and just to pardon the pun, but it is using images of others performing the skill. So many of the soccer players that I work with, I ask them who the best coach in the world is. They'll give all sorts of answers, but the real answer is YouTube. We learn through modeling, watching others perform, Dick Fosbury transformed high jump by trying a new technique that got him over the higher jumps than his competitors. Since then, everyone's modeling it. So if you want to be an elite athlete, watch elite athletes, see how they perform, what actions they take, and then try and visualize yourself doing those in order to execute your own development. These are just some of the strategies. I hope you've taken the time and you can find the time in these next few weeks to practice some of these As I said, the importance of any mental skill is to then incorporate it in your physical practice and training. I really do thank you for listening today. If you have any questions, then please email me. And I thank you for the feedback and questions that I've received so far. I'd love lots more. And please, let's stay connected. Stay connected to our athletes, to fellow coaches, and get back on the field to create our very own sporting happy space.